Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. The Energy East pipeline situation is getting more complex, more challenging. And the issue of national unity is increasingly talked about. Ronna Ambrose, top of the next hour. Federal Conservative Party interim leader. I spoke with her yesterday, and you'll hear what she has to say. We're still looking for the Montreal Mayor Danny Kader to call in, and uh, I'll ask the questions that I would have of Mr. Kader, whether or not he's on. Come on, Denny. Call the studio. Just call us now, 888-225-8255, 888-225-8255. Mr. Kader, call the studio. We'd like to talk to you next hour. Just your side of things. That's all. I'll give you as much time as you want. Just explain to Canadians your side of the issue. I won't interrupt you. 888-225-8255. This is just for Danny Kader. Global TV's public affairs program, and it's a great show, 16 by 9, will tonight feature the story of how one of Canada's largest banks ended up working with the second biggest Ponzi schemer in American history. TD Bank did business with one of the wealthiest men in the United States, Alan Stanford for almost 20 years, before Stanford's empire collapsed and cost investors billions of dollars. Lori Few is the executive producer of 16 by 9. Fascinating story, Lori. Uh, 110 billion, uh, no, 110 years in jail, <laughs> multiples of billions of dollars involved. And uh, share with us, please, what what was this 20-year relationship between yeah. TD Bank and, and Alan Stanford all about? Well, isn't that crazy? You know, it's, it's, it's a relationship that's called correspondent bank. And what that means is these offshore-style banks, which is the bank that Mr. Alan Stanford was running in Antigua, well, they can't get their money on and off of small islands like Antigua unless they get hooked up with a large bank in North America. They need that bank to get access to U.S funds and U.S. accounts. So they go out searching for a bank, for a bank that has a good reputation, that's internationally recognized, etc. And uh, Mr. Stanford went looking for that bank for some time, we understand. Um, a lot of people turned him down. The Toronto Dominion Bank in Canada did not. They backed him or banked him as it was called for 18 years. I mean, if someone, you always ask, I guess the fundamental question you ask yourself is this, how do smart people get sucked in? (laughs) How do smart bankers get sucked in? You know, we have a two-pronged problem here, right? Mr. Stanford ended up taking, as you said in your intro, uh, many, many victims, in fact, 21,000 victims for billions of dollars. And we're talking about small mom-and-pa kind of victims. Uh, the woman we talked to, Kathleen Merritt, lost $240,000. It was her saving or her life savings for the retirement she and her husband had planned, just a simple retirement. So how does she get sucked in? Well, I'll tell you how, because Mr. Stanford, if you take a look at his empire, wow, it looked really glossy. He had buildings and banks, and it was all very, 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 very fancy. Fancy enough to convince the Toronto Dominion Bank that he was legit. So he's convinced the bank he's legit. Uh, 
He's got all of this glossy stuff that he's projecting, that uh, that he's a successful man. He's got the backing of a major bank. Mm-hmm. The returns on investment are too good to be true, but, hey, he's got the backing of a major bank. He's glossy. And uh-huh. so the the appeal is making more money than you can make in normal channels. What what surprise? Go ahead. You were about to say something. Well, you know, I was just going to say it's funny. Like, he offered a higher than average return, but not so much that people would necessarily go, that's ridiculous. He was offering in most cases about 3% higher on these security certificates that he was making available. And of course, he had his glossy, as I said, um, promos for why he was able to offer that a little bit extra. And he said it was because, you know, his bank ran more efficiently than other banks. And the whole thing, as I said, looked really legit especially to simple investors. But again, when you're seeing something like the Toronto Dominion Bank that has a whole lot of banking rules behind it, you think, okay. What are we looking for on the, on the show tonight, on 16 by 9 tonight? What, what, what should we specifically look for in this story? Well, I think primarily what we want Canadians to see is what happened from the Canadian angle. This is not a new story in the sense that Mr. Stanford went down in 2009, and as you said, he's now being convicted. His sentence is 110 years. He's highly unlikely he'll get out, although, of course, he says he's innocent. Um, but really we, what, what we want to explore in our story tonight is how did a Canadian bank miss so many as, you know, the lawyer who's filed the case against the uh, Toronto Dominion Bank says there were many red flags that the court documents uh, allege the Toronto Dominion Bank should have known about. What does the bank say? They won't speak because the matter's before the court. We tried on numerous occasions to get them to respond in their court documents in response to the lawsuit. Uh, They say that they had no reason, there was no reason for them to understand that it was a fraud. 18 years. <laughs> I know. It's really 18, quite incredible. 18 and, years know, the, and uh, red yeah. flags and 18 years and there's no reason yeah. to, to have suspicion? Yeah. Hmm. yeah, I mean, I guess the court will decide. But, you know, in the last 12 months alone, three almost $3 billion went through the Toronto Dominion Bank from, from Stanford. That made him the second largest... Oh, no, sorry, I'm sorry, the single largest bank that the TD was working with. So at the very least, I guess, I would think that you would hold that relationship up to particular scrutiny. I would say so. Yeah. So it's 7 o'clock this evening. You bet. 16 by 9 on Global TV right across the country. Thank you, Lori. Thank you. Always terrific show. Great segments. Thank you. Lori Fio, executive producer of... 16 by 9 on Global TV. We'll come back in a minute and we'll talk some more about what's coming up for the rest of the show. Stay with us.